0: And welcome everybody to Locked On, a Tom Clancy podcast. One of the biggest Tom Clancy podcasts in the world because there's no one else doing a, a podcast about Tom Clancy franchise games. So we even did a book club once, but I'm Wilco. Uh, tonight we have with me Butters. No, How you going, mate, Butters? Hello there.
1: Yeah, not too bad.
0: You good? You good? We've got uh, the beautiful McDad yeah. off mic, off, sorry, webcam. How are you going, mate? I'm going
2: fantastically. We've That's got to
3: excellent. be
0: quick tonight. Oh, we have. We've got to be very quick tonight. There's things <laughs> happening. We'll get to that in a sec. But uh, Cal is left the country, so we've got Doc filling in. How are you going, mate?
3: I'm, I'm good. What's going on tonight? What,
0: what's I have no idea. It's something about Anno 1800 beta. 1800. That's right, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. So everyone's getting into mm. that. But the very, very special guest, we've been promoting it all week, because I actually got active on Twitter, Dev Marta. How are you going, mate? Pr- good.
4: Thank you guys for for having me. I'm sorry to take away from your division time.
0: That's okay. I don't know what you're talking about. It's all good. There's nothing going on right now. <laughs> Never heard of it. We've been trying to get you on for a while. We got that the half the hack Cthulhu on uh, a while ago. Oh. Uh, we've, we we really wanted to get you on, so it's it's good to finally have the second half of the best cast, ZNA and Z joining you. us tonight.
4: I think uh, I must have missed the one where you had Cthulhu on. I need to go back and watch that.
0: Easy to do, mate. Easy to do. Don't worry. That's all right. I I was there and I think I missed it as well. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) We love you, Cthulhu. Thank you for joining us. Uh, It was a bit after, I don't know when it was. It was a couple weeks, months ago. So, yeah, definitely go back and check that one out. But we've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight, Dev, because your world's changed in the last probably three weeks, hasn't it?
4: Yeah, a lot of of stuff changing ever since... um... Ever since I started, well, it was kind of around that that weekend of the Invitational Qualifier for APAC. Yeah, a lot of stuff uh, changed for me. So I started working for Ubisoft Australia, doing kind of their eSports stuff in their marketing team in Australia. And uh, also was invited to go to the Six Invitational next week uh, as an analyst. So yeah, it's pretty
0: crazy. We probably should take a little step back, I guess. Dev, do you want to explain to us what you, who you are, and what you sort of do in the Tom Clancy universe?
4: Sure. So, um, in the universe that is Tom Clancy stuff, there is a game called Rainbow Six Siege, which is yeah, a multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my it's really obscure. Like you might not have yeah, heard of that. Leash, it's only like leash, it's only like number four on Steam. So <laughs> that's
0: um, it. It's a it... people talk about your mum all the time. I think so. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um,
4: so yeah, for Rainbow Six. Um, we have a pro league, the professional kind of uh, competitive leagues, and uh, I cast that in the Australian portion of that alongside uh, three others. Cthulhu, you mentioned earlier, also Flea and Monkey Fist.
0: Yes. And I also do random stuff in the nice. community. Yes. So your technical term for Ubisoft is eSports specialist. Is that the term?
4: Yeah, it's kind of like um, we don't really know how to sum up everything into one word. So let's just make it something so vague that no one really understands what it is anyway.
0: I think so. Like any job ever.
4: Pretty, yeah, like that's not accurate. Yeah, that's, that's not <laughs> inaccurate, right?
0: So all this happened while you're you're at ESL headquarters in Sydney. Uh, was that about four weeks ago? Now for the qualifiers.
4: Yeah. Um. So the thing with Ubisoft Australia has actually been ongoing for a couple of months. Um, they approached me and said that they were interested in an exclusivity contract and I kind of wheezled my way into uh, doing as much for them as possible. And uh, mm. luckily enough, they, uh, they uh, were interested in what I offered them and uh, kind of still in the testing the waters phase. At the moment, I've only been working them for uh, about four weeks, almost four weeks, and uh, I'm really happy with it. There's a really like – for those of you who don't know, the people behind – the, the marketing team at ubisoft australia are just amazing people they're, they're so nuts and they really really do care about the games that they help promote on a local level so it's really a, it's a pleasure to be working with them
0: yeah definitely so the other thing that you do in the community is another podcast that's called talking siege <laughs> as well so with the lovely sky and cthulhu and then random guests that you've been getting on have been pretty yep. decent as well last couple of weeks so tell us a bit about that one as well
4: so, we haven't been running for as long as you guys have. Uh, you said you're
0: nearly three years old, right? Yeah. Two, two and yeah,
4: two a bit. Two so, and yeah, a bit. So, Talking Siege is one and a half years old, and it started off being called the R6 ANZ podcast. I think it was an idea that Sky, who's, uh, he's a caster who also does the uh, observing, so he controls the spectator camera for the pro league. Yep. Um, He said in this R6A Discord server, which is a community server where we play games and kind of talk to each other and stuff. It's a big server. It's about 4,000 people. And uh, he said, you know, why don't we start a podcast? It sounds like a fun thing to do. So um, I I jumped on board and we, we, you know, grabbed a a bunch of other people and eventually it it morphed into Talking Siege, which uh, was this kind of other brand, like this new brand. And uh, yeah, we've been going for about a year and a half had some different kinds of you know we had phases where we wanted to focus on this kind of thing and that kind of thing and uh, we're at the moment settling into our new home on the twitch.tv slash rainbow six anz which is the ubisoft's rainbow six twitch channel
0: and uh yeah, it's, yep. it's it's been really good not jealous at all you had a little raid the other night where you had about a thousand <laughs> people watching you at one stage You're yeah i think taken it was back. king george yeah i think it was no. yeah, <laughs> yeah
4: yeah we got pretty lucky there um yeah. but you know next time if you guys are streaming when uh, when we wrap up the podcast i'll make sure to host you guys sometime
0: okay i'll make sure i'm on a tuesday night the problem we we, we do record other stuff on that <laughs> but we'll see what we can do you had that well that if you're really... doing something
4: rainbow six related I, i'll i'll have no I'll issues sure. with hosting it
0: sweet we'll sort that out you had that awful uber timmy Sorry. on the other it's week like as well. Some on Tuesdays, <laughs> so.
4: he's actually streaming right now uber uber tiller yeah. Oh, yeah, he's, yeah. Um, he's uh, playing a bit of Division 2. Poor, um, poor people.
0: I don't know how you put up with him, but anyway, it's okay. <laughs> so, he's been on here like more than once, right? Yeah, a couple of times, oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's been on a couple no, of he's, times. A, he's a nice bloke. So, the Invitational yeah, he, he does all right. is starting Monday. Yeah. Yes. So,
4: um, the Invitational is split into two halves. The group stage, which is not at a live venue. There are no spectators kind of in the, in, in the back stage area yep. um and that's 3 days and then there's a break of one day and then there's 3 days of the, the on stage live show and that those are the days I'm working I'm not actually there's no analyst desk for the first half so I'm oh, just okay. there for the second half
0: that's okay so when did you find out that you're going over there
4: uh at the invitational qualifiers for APAC okay i was at the ESL studio i kind of arrived a bit early um, the flights of some of the other casters, you know, they, they didn't need to come in because it's kind of the day before the actual matches. It's the day when all the players fly in and production start doing their rehearsals and mm-hmm. uh, the players start warming up and things like that. And um, there was nothing really for me to do as a caster. Everyone had their own jobs. And so um, the project manager at ESL Australia, Kameen, he's an absolute monster of a bloke. He does so much work. Um, he just kind of asked me to come upstairs and he told me that ESL were interested in in me working at, as an analyst at Six Invitational, and he asked if I was interested, and I jumped on the opportunity with a very eager, very. As you would, <laughs> I was very excited. Yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> analyst,
0: you will be, you won't be casting. You'll just be doing the in-between match sort of analysis type of stuff. Then.
4: Yeah. So, how it works within this broadcast, and for a lot of kind of esports, and I guess also, um, you know, sporting broadcasts as well. There, there are the casters who actually take on the match and, and commentate what's going on but you stay you start off and you're on the stage and there's that guy going and welcome to la 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 let's get hyped and then he'll do his thing and then he'll say and over to our experts and you you go to the desk and there's milosh uh who has been casting he's gonna be the desk host and then zyronic who um is a former pro player who's now kind of an influencer analyst and then myself who will kind of be taking through the storylines and and then after the matches we'll like break down replays and explain how different things happen and uh, yeah, just generally uh, get the chill job of standing there and hoping that people don't click off the stream during the the uh, breaks between
0: matches. Sure, you'll do fine. So who's who's going to have the ability to? Who's going to get the honour to announce the Australian? Um, oper- I mean no, sorry, the the, the new operators in the uh, when that gets announced. I, you don't get that I, I, well. I,
4: d- I don't know when the uh, the new operation is announced. I believe that uh, in the next few weekends, typically what happens is. There is the live reveal at the yep. invitational itself where they go through gameplay and all the influencers who are over at the invitational get to like sit down and, and record content for them they put on the videos. But um usually in the weeks prior to that they release like teasers and uh and then announce the names of the operators and the operation and stuff. Yeah, so I thought we would expect have had that a teaser in the
0: next week. N- I thought we had a teaser by now since we are talking <laughs> about next week. So hopefully yeah, well, uh
4: keep your eyes on the, the Twitters for oh, yeah. this
0: weekend. Don't worry, like we've got We got many webhooks that are pulling all the Rainbow Six information <laughs> to our Discord to find, so we can keep an eye on it. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. Even since we will only miss ones. it because there'll be so much stuff. <laughs> yeah, um,
4: yeah, you're gonna get you I think those webhooks are gonna get flooded this weekend.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Uh so back to the Australian scene. Now it's gone great guns in this first three months of the, or first last sort of last sort of three or four months what do you thought about the summer series that's just kicked off in the last couple of weeks
4: well it's kind of like for the past few years we've had some kind of like if you think about it it's like the pro league is a an international product it's what the you know esl and ubisoft headquarters say okay we want all of the world to do this thing and it's standardized and you have to do that but then also some money goes to ubisoft australia who then get some freedom to do their own kinds of things yep and so um about two years ago we had what was called the anz invitational where atletico and Corvade, they're now called auglas and uh dark sided they went just for a mm-hmm. small two-team LAN event and then the following year we had a 16-team online event which culminated in a studio broadcast finals and then this time around uh Ubisoft have decided. Okay, we want to have these masters. So we had the six masters. We have these major kind of events, mm-hmm. and then smaller events to lead up to it. So that's what the six masters is. Um, six masters, which will then lead into another major LAN event, the Six Oceanic Cup. Um, yeah, I, I've loved it. I mm. think it's great. I think one of the things that's been really, really cool about it, and I'm interested to see what you guys think if you have managed to watch any of the matches. But we've also branched out a bit in the talent. Yes, um, I so, so Chuck, Chuck yeah. and Nutty, um, or Chuck and JP. Um, have you know had a chance to start casting as well um which has been really cool it's nice to you know give back to the people who really do a lot of the uh community casting and then getting the opportunity to do something a bit more professional
1: yeah definitely yeah definitely I'm, i'm loving seeing uh chuck and jp on there they're doing such a great job so far
0: The only thing I miss is really seeing you and Cthulhu together. You don't seem to be casting much together anymore. Has there been falling out there or something you can give us? some. No, no, no. (laughs) Wow, I can
4: see it right now. The drama on Twitter, everyone, it's going to go viral. No, it's just that kind of, um, it's just kind of how the the scheduling works out. You know, ESL do the scheduling and often it's just around people's availabilities. So, sometimes it just looks really convenient to make. So, for example, this last weekend, uh, I casted with Chuck, but... Look, I can get up the schedule right now. I have a feeling I might be casting with Cthulhu this weekend.
0: Ooh,
1: so,
4: cuz I'll I be might watching be that. In a lot.
0: There's some great games this weekend. We'll go over that in a sec. Uh,
4: no, I, I'm casting with Monkey ah.
0: this weekend.
4: But ah. but Cthulhu will be casting on Sunday okay. as well, so. so check
1: that out. Yeah. Uh, so, so, there's nothing better than the uh the Dev Cthulhu <sighs>
0: mashup to be honest. How long did you Looking guys actually to. cast for at the Masters? <laughs> cuz that was about a 4-hour casting session, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, I actually, me and Cthulhu got the easier job. We had only had the middle match, but because they were all like really close matches, like Atletico versus N- norango went to like three maps. It was mm-hmm. super close. Mm. Um, so I do not even know, like periods of time like that, like at the events, they just, they end up blurring so much because you're just so <laughs> high on adrenaline the whole time. And, uh, you know, we we got the easy job. I was kind of of just hanging around for most of the day chatting to people and then did the cast in the middle of the day and then I just got to sit down and enjoy the rest.
0: Yeah, so was that one of your highlights of your casting career in front of that big an audience for that long?
4: Definitely, um, yeah. Standing, it wasn't necessarily casting in front of it, but just like even just standing among the audience and seeing all these Mm. people walking by and then hearing Mm. the, the casting and seeing the stage and the matches and the hype and the environment, and people would stop dead in their tracks and just you know, the ushers were, like, <laughs> forcing people to, like, move out of the way. There were too many. Yeah. And that was just so awesome that, you know, the idea that that um, Rainbow could be something, like, so powerful, and attractive that people could who never seen it before would stop dead in their tracks to to
1: engage with it.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. It was mm, one of those things. We, we had to fight definitely. hard to get a seat there at any stage, and um, yeah, and even to go overtime, like after the show had closed, was just phenomenal. Like we were still watching it that night on our streams and we we're out at different places. So mm. it was definitely a good success.
1: <laughs> I went to, went to the bar, was streaming the uh, the last couple of rounds. It's like. Oh
0: yeah. they're going to do
1: it. Yeah. And then <laughs> Well, F-
0: um Fanatic getting up with it too was obviously another big highlight of the the weekend. Oh yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, go.
4: I I was just going to say like if if you think Masters was good, like 6 Oceanic Cup, I'm I'm super Ooh. excited for. Yes. It's going to be in Sydney. Oh, yeah. So for for those of you who are Sydney based or willing to travel, I highly recommend it fairly in the next uh few weeks. Tickets will be on sale. It'll be very affordable. Yeah. Um and well, I, I personally, something I really like about going to an event is the atmosphere of the event itself, not necessarily just the mm. matches, but being around the people, having a cool environment to stand around in and, you know, t- take pictures and that kind of stuff. And um, we're really hoping to do a lot more in in that kind of atmosphere and environment style for, for this Six Oceanic Cup which makes me really excited for it. I just think it's going to be a fantastic environment to, to hang around in.
0: Definitely. already got some really good teams qualified yeah. for that too. We've got the New Zealand qualifiers coming up as well, which is going to be exciting. Can you give us any insight on what's happening with that mm-hmm. final spot with the 12 remaining summer, summer Series guys, or that's going to be announced later on?
4: Uh, yeah, so it's kind of, it was kind of a soft announcement. It's been out a few times, but basically um, for the Summer Series, there were 16 teams. The top four teams get spots well, in the Sixth Air the Cup. That. And then for those twelve mm-hmm. remaining teams, they're going to get to play on one day, and it's it's like a last ditch attempt. It's going to All be those nuts. teams, you know, it, it is going to be an absolute blitz of a day. But we're going to have uh, some of the matches broadcast for the semis and the grand final. Okay. Um. So it means you'll you'll get a chance to actually watch it, and I I certainly think that grand final is going to be super intense.
0: That is the twenty fourth oh, yeah. of February for those people at home that are looking into that. Twelve teams battling it out for one spot, the last spot in the Oceanic Cup. Which has got some significant prize money as well, which is really good. So, and it's an actual land event in Australia, so that's another good one. Uh, how okay. you found the? I'm rest- um, I'm really there hoping. Oh,
1: Jesus Come Christ! On, yeah, uh, I'm really hoping that one of the non-pro league to- uh, teams pick up that final
0: chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have seen be-
4: we have seen some impressive stuff. Like I, I wouldn't count out extra. Oh, yeah. City.
0: yeah, that's one we were sort of um, on the back of, and until they fell, yeah, fell, uh, fell apart on the weekend. So they they yeah, played so fun. well, to be honest, but yeah. Yeah. They have. They um, all have, to be honest.
4: I was just rewatching some of their match today against Oddity, and it was insane oh, yeah. the way that they dealt with those guys in a 2-0. Um, really impressive stuff, and mm. yeah, I, I have high hopes for them.
0: Yeah, definitely. Uh, LFO put in some good effort as well. Unfortunately, they knocked out uh, against the actual only yeah. non-pro league team to get through to the Final Four. Um, OTG. OTG, mm. yes. So... Yeah. Um, yeah, it's going to be really good. And I can't wait to see how this all goes down. Um, so is there anything else going to be amazing. that you've been up to recently? You've been playing a lot of Rainbow Six or what have you been playing lately? Uh, mostly Rainbow.
4: I've been really enjoying the the Six Invitational playlist. Yep. Um, it really bums me out that it's only on the weekend <laughs> because I would just play it every day. Like I was playing casual today. <laughs> I never play casual, but playing that Six Invitational playlist just... Has given me an appreciation for just kind of chilling out and playing, but also like playing the good rules. I, I'm biased. I love those the competitive <laughs> rules. So I just can't wait. Every time it comes back to the weekend, I'm just going to be like hammering away at that playlist because I love that so much.
0: Nice. Do you keep track of how many times you, you get the bands right and wrong just out of interest when you say, oh, this guy's going to be banned uh, and then it wasn't?
4: What I what I try to do um, is I try to kind of let it happen and then explain why oh, okay. instead of kind of just guessing What's going to happen? Because it's all about analysis, right? We're trying to show yeah. that we understand what's happening and stuff, and and give some insight to the viewers. So when I'm casting, I, I it's hard to guess sometimes, and sometimes there's only so far you can actually guess. Like you can yeah. you can be like, it's probably going to be this, this or this, and that's that's right on. But I prefer you let it happen, and then you're like, oh, that's why, or this is my theory as to why they did that. Sometimes the bands are just boring, and it's you know it's obvious, so it's it's either going to be mirror echo or, M- or a yeah. maestro, and if it's one of those i don't really like meh but if you see like a jaeger <laughs> band I'm, i'll dig into that for
1: the next like whole minute oh, yeah. there's a why why did they do that like, exactly what, what is their plan uh what are they going to do with this have you got a favorite shout out to uh okay.
4: i was just gonna say shout out to the guy in the chat i am not dead frost man Yes. Um, he's just expressing mm. his love for Talking Siege. You've got to say, no, thank Dead you, man. Um, I made that
1: intro. Fro- Fro- Frosty Frosty loves his yeah. siege. <laughs> and he's one, totally of our, one of our best whole. listeners. He's, so, he's an amazing yeah.
0: man. Shout out to Dead yeah. Frostman, whatever Legend. you seem. Um So, you, you got a favorite map at all?
4: Oof. It was coastline for a while. Um, <laughs> yep. But then we started seeing too much coastline. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: and then it became like less and less favorite. Um I don't know. Honestly, Close I one
1: again. Jeez.
4: I know it's kind of it's kind of like <laughs> that. Um, and then it's kind of same with like Clubhouse. Like I really liked when Clubhouse got redone because we got to see everything was completely oh, yeah. different. But then it became like things. I don't know. Clubhouse became like this really strategic map that was always really defender sided. And honestly, I just I'm so sick of seeing defender wins. Yeah. I don't know. Villa's up there. It's really hard. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not like particularly attached to any map. Okay. I reckon. You know, it's as for easy easy to cast. Like Oregon border, are the easiest by far. Like smaller maps are really easy to cast, but they're kind of boring to play on sometimes.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah, okay, was to it others.
1: you that brought up the? Uh, yeah, yeah, hold on. Uh, was it you that brought up the dynamic versus static maps on the weekend? Might have been. Uh, so like.
0: Was it a good Uh, comment? Because obviously, one one of the casters, I
1: think, oh, it was was good. It was it was more uh, seeing Clubhouse move from what it was to what it is now. It's gone from being a static kind of you know what's going to happen in the map to being a lot more dynamic in how you approach getting onto that bomb site, getting in there, taking out the enemy, or even just holding back and trying to pull the enemy to you, Mm -hmm. sort of thing.
4: Yeah, I mean. Depends on how much you want me to bore you with the analysis. But the way I see it is like (laughs) that basement side of Clubhouse, it used to be no one would roam because you're going to die eventually. There's no point to doing it. Mm. Every time someone did try, they would just die. So it became really static. It was like, okay, everyone go basement. And then there were like a couple of different strategies, but there was, I don't know, it always seemed to come down to the last 10 seconds and the attackers would run in and die. Um, Whereas these Mm. days you can try Rome. We've also had the impact trick, which has been around for ages, but people are kind of learning how to use it a bit better to destroy thermite charges and stuff like that, which is when it's not overpowered, it's really cool. Um, And I think just the operator ban system um, brings so much more variety to the game. You'll have one game. 100%. 100%. Yeah. You'll have one game where mirror isn't banned on Clubhouse and you see like basement mirror holds with a mirror on church wall or a mirror in blue. Mm. And then you'll see mirror get banned but Maestro's still in. So you have like uh, Maestro cameras as an I plan, or like maybe they're both banned. So you, you play super aggressive with your Romas and you use a Valkyrie for Intel and you try and contest upstairs or you use a Clash. And that's what I really love. We've got a lot of really impactful operators, but you always have two banned. Yeah. Um, and the dog's decided he's, he's That's okay.
0: That's fair. It's all good. <laughs> I'd, I'd be bored by us too. Now, how, how's, it, how's it go when uh, Monkey decides to pull out a really bad joke live on casting and you've got to try and deal with that
4: (laughs) oh Oh, no the funny thing is like when we're all hanging out in person i feel like i'm the one with like a lot of the time me me and monkey both have like really kind of dad sense of humor And I feel like it's usually like Cthulhu who's looking at us like, dude, What's going on come on, <laughs> stop. So, no, no, I'm all good for Monkey's monkeys, bad humour because I'm, I'm all about oh,
0: that. Uh, the other thing is if Sky's doing all the spectator cam, can you get him to do more down top views? That'd be great. I, you reckon? No, you so no. much.
4: See, this is something that really splits yeah, no, people.
0: it would i i just love that view because it it helps me understand what's going on a lot better but then obviously seeing sight lines and stuff like that is is something that's fairly important as well so i understand yeah Yeah. if
3: possible i would love to be hooked up with that build of the game just so i can fly around the map a little bit and get to know spots better i love that i think it's great
4: well hey you can do that in in your normal copy of the game you have to go into a local custom game uh hosted on your own computer and you just go in and you select player spectator and you can do it on any map. Obviously, it's kind of boring because you don't get to then actually like switch to yeah. the players. But right. um, yeah, it'd be really mm. cool if you could... <laughs> Rainbow Six A and Z is in chat. Hey, Shane. No idea who that How's is. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. Shane. Um, so, yeah, um, I love this the uh, top down. But the big thing that you have to think about is... Um, I've actually been. I was trying to make a kind of a highlight video of the summer series today. I've been working something I'm working on, and that's something that you know is is really important. A lot of highlight videos come out. You know, on Twitter, you always see those highlights, like "Look how God Legion got a one v three to win this round," and you just Mm. can't make those work if it's top down. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the same time, I'm I love the analysis so much, and if you're always looking through people's eyes, you just don't see everything. So it's a really hard balance to strike, and that's why being an observer in Rainbow Six is so so hard and um like sky does a really good job i know i've clean feed, yeah. like i've done um the observing for a couple of games and like you you start off and you're like yeah this is easy <laughs> and then you're doing it for like two hours straight and you're like holy
1: crap
0: yeah.
4: this is draining it's yeah. it's yeah. like as demanding it, it, as casting almost yeah, i could
0: imagine
1: yeah, it, it definitely comes across as one of those things that's like oh man this is this <laughs> seems super easy but then it's like wait no you've, you've literally got to pay attention to everybody that's on in play at that point in time. I right. yep. no. This guy does an amazing job. He does. Yeah. You need in my opinion, you need better game sense to
4: observe than you do to cast. That's what I've noticed when I was mm. doing observing. Like because you have to be yeah. predicting like who's gonna be the next one to push, who's gonna make the next move, yeah. who's gonna win this gunfight. Because you don't want to switch to the person who loses the gunfight because then you get that awkward second of that death animation. Um yep. yeah, I, I find observing really fun, but um, it's also the hardest thing about it is keeping going yeah. for a long time, and when you have
1: mm.
4: one person who's observing for a whole day of matches, it gets really hard. I can imagine.
0: Um, yeah. So, no
4: what
0: word. what have you got predicted for the weekend? So you've got um, summer series. Who's going to get through out of those two matches?
4: So I'm actually caught off guard right now. I'm trying to remember the, uh, o- the matchups. OTG, but I think it's
0: and you've got
1: OTG versus Orgless,
0: yeah. and then yeah. uh, and MF MFS so, so, Yes.
4: Ha, huh, I well did done. get it right.
0: You win the prize. <laughs> Someone should I probably should job. know this. You don't
4: get a prize for just doing your job. Um, <laughs> look, as much as I'd like to think OTG can do well, I think Orglis is going to be pretty confident in that game.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> and uh, <laughs> yeah, Mind Freak, Dark Sided. I don't know. I, I reckon Dark has got it. But who knows with the new Mindfreak Freak roster? yeah like they they've That'd been doing surprisingly well
1: yeah that's something I forgot to bring up in the Monday episode was there was a couple of changes to the mind Freak roster yes, yeah. we'll so. get on top of our analysis
0: very soon it's all yeah. good yeah eventually um, um, day.
4: so yeah basically they just took the the best frag Also, you know one of the best Fraggers from uh, Loki which is the current uh, another pro league team and mm-hmm. uh, and they they lost their captain Kings and Crescent who was their support player. So kind of the, they got an extra for I don't know. In my opinion it's just sometimes you know you mix things up. It's not necessarily a better players or worse players than it was before, but it's something fresh and sometimes yeah. that just brings enough inspiration to perform well. I guess well.
0: the other thing we haven't brought up in the news we'll talk about it more on Monday night. There's been a lot of um seems like a lot of orgs or bigger teams sniffing around the Australian series at the moment in this last week dropping hints that they're coming over. Um I haven't seen oh, any hints. Was Where a, have the hints been? One of On them Twitter? tweeted mm. out. Someone tweeted out that they're coming, or the someone. I won't go too far into it. But the scene into Australia itself okay. <laughs> is um, growing, obviously, at the moment. The pro league is one of the best in the world, as far as how close they are, top to bottom, um, outside of Europe, which is just crazy. I don't understand how that table works. But um, how have you enjoyed seeing that as you've <laughs> casted through over the last couple of years,
4: with the bigger yeah, orgs coming in and the, how close um, it's all? I coming. admit, I was actually. Oh, this is definitely the most competitive yeah. season that we've had of Rainbow Six um, in in our region, at least, which is great. I love seeing it. I love the fact that you can have Avant beat Orglis <laughs> and then lose to a non-Pro League team in the Summer Series. And you can have, um, I don't know, Mind Freak be on the bottom of the ladder without a win in Pro League and then beat GIU and beat Dark Sided um, um, yeah, I'm not sure if they actually did beat Dark. So I'm confused. Maybe they beat they beat Oddity. I think. Yeah, I think they beat Oddity in the. In, anyway, that's specific. But yeah, now, now um, you're testing me. Yeah, no, I'm testing myself as well. But it's is, really I mean, good. I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. And...
0: fighting out for the top top sort of two spots that you know events on yes. the edge. they have probably not quite got a chance, but at least that, those five have definitely got a. Got a good crack at it, and the bottom three are fighting it out to stay in, in out of relegation, which is they're doing well. Any day, any team can beat anyone except for yeah, the, the, when Fnatic is stepping up, they seem to be stepping up, which they haven't really done much in the first half of the season so far. So,
4: well, they have played, oh, I believe, yeah, they're one down at the moment on
0: everyone else. Hmm. So, but yeah, it's a fascinating little thing.
1: So. Although, F- Fnatic are sitting at a five for yeah, yeah. one. No losses, so they've been a lot closer yeah, than that's I, what I you gave them ex- credit for. Though I think from. that's what
0: that's what it more is. And then they had yeah. that draw, which sort of came out of mm-hmm. nowhere. They almost lost that game against Avant. I think it was.
1: I think it was
0: maybe. But yeah, yeah, I can't um,
1: remember. It was. It I was think like, they drew against yeah, that, Avant. Look, Avant me, had Avant had six five
0: heading into, and then uh, uh, Fnatic drew it. So they had every chance to win that match, which yeah. was unfortunate that they didn't get up. So. But anyway, this is getting into the weeds of Rainbow Six Pro League, I guess. So um, we probably better start talking <laughs> about bit. other Tom Clancy stuff fairly soon. But uh, where can, just before we we, get, we move on to the rest of it, where can people find you and they, if they want to grab any more of your content now? Uh,
4: well, I have a YouTube channel, which I haven't uploaded on for a little while, but that's youtube.com uh, slash C slash DevMata. Um, mm-hmm. I have a couple of videos to do with... Um, Kind of tutorials and I, I, a little bit of analysis stuff as well so i kind of have a, a recoil control tutorial which i i made and i'm hoping to do more stuff like that either on that channel or on the uh the rainbow six anz yep. youtube channel um, nice. and obviously uh, most of my casting is on the the rainbow six anz twitch channel uh and my twitter which i usually post anything i'm doing is is uh dev yep. casts because unfortunately the username dev oh, is taken i
0: mean that's no good <laughs>
4: Yeah. Who did that? Someone whose name is Marta Dev and hasn't been active oh, for three no. years and has oh, two no. followers, one of which is me.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> it still stings. Just, just quickly before you nice. go on, uh, just
0: two things that have popped in my head. Who's going to win the Invitational?
1: Fnatic. Fnatic. That's a big call. I <laughs> oh, no, oh, not Not no. oh, I, don't
4: know, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm supposed to know. That's the problem. You,
1: well, <laughs> I, I think Fnatic's going to choke on that one. They'll get close. Yeah, no... It just seems to be the way that Fnatic runs: is they get get to that that almost there, and then they just sort of go. Oops! I just
0: can't believe they dropped Dizzle. I don't know what's going yeah. on there. <laughs> yeah,
4: they dropped Dizzle a long time ago. <laughs> top t- top, top tier player, get him back. I... Yeah, I think maybe Dizzle made that wrong choice because when they switched to PC, Dizzle actually played with them for a little while and then, and then they were like, no, we need to pick up Kings and Lusty and Dizzle step back. That maybe was, that was the yeah, wrong choice was, all that along. That was
0: the error in their ways. Mm. Uh, but if you're not following the Rainbow <laughs> Six ANZ channel, please do it because that's where you'll find all the uh, Pro League and Slash Summer Series and Oceanic Cup when it all comes up. Uh, and you'll be able to hear more from this man, this Agreed. analysis that he gives. But that was the other question quickly. Um, how many hours of footage do you watch a week to get prepared for games?
4: it depends uh this this past week i've been watching a huge amount of uh, analysis so i actually have been watching less vods than usual so actual matches today i was watching g2 Mm -hmm. versus the stream kind of just it really depends on what matches i'm casting so obviously if i'm going to be casting anz pro league what the most important thing i personally find is make sure I'm, i'm up to date on the rest of the anz pro league so any matches that i'm not casting i try and watch um, sometimes I actually go through and watch on one point five times speed or two times speed because I find I can usually still understand <laughs> yeah. what's happening. Um, I don't know. I've just I've managed to double speed. What we've had but this week, I've been watching as well because
0: yeah. we're obviously covering it as well now. Yeah, yeah. there's so
4: much. Yeah, and there's so sure much is. content.
1: Yeah, um, d- just catching up on ANZ uh, specifically for like last week. I'm like, okay, let's two times speed this. Let's go. Yeah. While I'm while I'm washing the dishes, I'm like, all right, yep, <laughs> yeah. cool but then all of a sudden something happens and I'm just like, yeah, slow okay, that I, down. I need to stop. Pause. this. <laughs> <I need> to <laughs> yeah. Pause. Rewind. Uh, let's go back to one time speed because I don't understand a word that just got said because just everything just fell out of the person's well, that was mouth that, at once. And it was just like cutie clutch, crazy. Last
0: last week, the week before, I no, had to a, whoa, hold on, whoa, oh, whoa, whoa, go back. My this? god. And then the double claymore more on the <laughs> like weekend what? was, was a little bit like that as well. So <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So if, if you do want to be a, a caster for ANZ uh, for for Rainbow Six, watch about sixty hours of gameplay footage a week on double speed. That's what that's the hint right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the the if, best way to get into casting is just to do up. it. Just do it. anything. Yeah. That's the way you get into anything. That's how you get into podcasting or anything like that. Just do it and see what happens. Yeah. Get better at it. Um, but thank yeah. you for having a bit of a chat with us. You are gonna hang around for the rest of the show because we are gonna talk a little bit of Rainbow Six and the division and Splinter Cell very soon. So hang around for that. I'll learn something. Let me do it, my dad. I'll just force my way in. I would I would love to I would love for that to be Splinter there is. Cell News. I, I, I just can't wait
1: for the one episode go, where it's like there's Splinter yeah. Cell News. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there, there actually is. is. I found <laughs> some stuff during the week because of my little webhooks that have been searching the web for, for everything. Yeah, you did. Wow, you did.
4: You, you quite literally have I your do. feelers out. I can see no the worries. tendrils. It's, it's
0: pretty scary, a yeah. little Discord. Um, but anyway, let's move into the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a mess, but you know.
4: Stay here and stand
0: up. Um. So. But there's been some Rainbow Six news. Do you want to take us through what's been going on in the Rainbow Six world? And Dev might be able to help you Uh, out. There has been some. Yeah, maybe.
1: Uh, So uh, the Rainbow Six uh, Twitter announced earlier this week uh, that there was some potential uh, FPS issues with the Year Three Season Four Point Two patch. Looks like they haven't been able to replicate those, so they're going ahead (coughs) with the console uh, patching, uh, but just just be aware that you might come across some things here and there, which, obviously, if they pop up, Ubisoft's going to fix at some point. Uh, There is also a new documentary coming. Yes, it's going to grace us at some point in the early future. Uh, And it's Behind the Siege, is what it's called. And it features Zyronic, uh, Sausage as I like to call him. Uh, Emmanuel, uh Bajoli, Intero and, you mean, and Munition, Luis Luis, Felipe Dion, uh, BC Carr, Kapan Stark and Vivian Rokre. So it's just another another delve into the
0: world that is Rambo Six. Just so quickly on that dev, are you taking a video camera over and documenting your whole behind the scenes thing as well for your oh. YouTube channel? I hope so now
4: now that you're now that you're saying you it should. i feel like i should i need to get myself you a should. dslr because uh, all i have is my it little just phone a GoPro. Yeah. oh that'll, that'll you be should. fine you should, yeah yeah no I, I, it. it would be great do it for honestly. us it'd be great um yeah. look you, you i'm can... gonna write that down man the yeah the number Start, of started... like <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Start a new channel called s- uh, Devlogs. Devlogs.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can probably, I don't know, like when it comes to actual like good content, I feel like I, <laughs> Matt Andrews has that covered. So there's no way I could yeah. actually like com- compare to that. But hey, maybe I'll take yeah. some footage and, It'd and see It'd be good to happens. see anyway,
0: especially from from the eyes yeah. of an Australian over there. Can't, can't hurt. Um, sorry for hijacking exactly, your yeah. news, but as mm. you can keep going yeah.
1: yeah, That's fine, that's fine. Uh, and one other thing is, Dokubi has had her yeah. birthday this week. So we're getting the uh, the typical fun times in Siege where you need to destroy 10 Defender gadgets while attacking, <clears throat> and you get the Dokubi dog tags. So I can use fuse and
0: get that really easy. Sweet. Uh,
1: yeah, it turns out that
0: much. The, the hostage isn't oh, a Defender on. gadget. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so is that all the Rainbow Six news? Is there anything we've missed, Dev, that you've seen? Uh, probably. Depends how nerdy you want to get. Like there's been roster transfers that's and more stuff. Monday but, you know. our podcast, we'll, we'll, we'll have to get you on that one once <laughs> exactly. you're back from the invitational. Um yeah. so there's a little thing called the Division Two that's uh um coming out soon. Oh, I don't know. Who? It's, it's some some Clancy thing. It's a book I heard of it. turning into a movie or something like that but um it's in beta <laughs> right now. We're unfortunately not playing it. Um we will be straight away as soon as we the podcast. But there has been a little bit of news that's happened here uh, in the last week. We've actually had an embargo drop where people actually got to play the beta and then um, talk about it. We've also then had uh, a special report happen, which unveiled a little bit of information. So is there anything that jumped out of you guys before we start going through in-depth, not for too long, but um, I guess, McDad, you're probably playing the beta right now. So can you stop that and actually podcast for a second, please? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sure. What, what jumped out? No, I I
2: sure. played. Play a little bit, and now I wish I hadn't have started. Um, <laughs> nothing really jumped out at me, to be honest. It was it was all information we we yeah. sort of already known. Um, not. I didn't really pick up too much, to be honest. I'm just t- too excited to play yes, the game. We I are think we're
0: a little bit excited. Uh, yeah. So. The main thing is obviously you're playing the beta now, so we don't really need to talk about too much about that. We did get a lot of discussion about endgame. Uh, we do now know that um, the Black Task, which is the official name for them, are coming in at the end of the game. So once you finish the actual story campaign, they then invade the map. Uh, this then creates strongholds. Uh, it creates the um, basically a whole new new world for you to sort of have to interact with now. Doc, there's a lot of other things that are happening in, in said world as well. So, do you, do you know much about that kind of stuff, where the actual enemies are now roaming? And, and-
3: yeah, so so we saw. I mean, we saw early on with the uh, initial uh, trailers and and early gameplay stuff, right? You've got the different factions that are fighting; they're holding control over different parts of the map. Uh, so the endgame is well. It's not just that Black Tusk comes and fills in the map, right? But we also now have with the Dark Zone, uh, more information came out about the occupied mm-hmm. Dark Zone. So only once a week, Yeah, uh, so I think every is what week Julian was saying. It's on a
0: rotation. Mm-hmm. They will swap out the invaded Dark Zone. We'll swap around every week. We were sort of wondering how often it would be, and but we did have a confirmation from an article this week that it is weekly. So the old weekly reset.
2: Yep. I think I think that's about right. I don't think you'd want to do it too, too bit too much less, you know. Yeah.
1: Forever yeah. changing.
0: No. So mm. the other thing is, there's going to be actual executions happening that you'll need to try and stop. Um, in the open world, there's also kidnappings or things like that. There's legendary uh, contracts as well. Uh, there are world bosses in the game at endgame, but they will be sort of in a in a general area, but they'll also have needs and wants and have to mm-hmm. actually roam around the map, which is what they're talking about the other factions. The other factions are actually looking for supplies, uh, so they will vet, roam the map trying to find supplies for their base. Um, and mm-hmm. there was bits about um, if you attack a certain stronghold a certain amount of times, or, or a fortified area a certain amount of times, they'll actually reinforce that area to make it harder and more difficult, and that will then gain you better rewards when you go to take them on. So uh, it's all this thing about trying to conquer the map uh, with the map consistently trying to conquer back against you uh, and then... Re- yeah, constantly, yeah, constantly and, changing. And, and there won't be that... You won't be able to do the world map uh, boss run where you just be able to run around here, there and everywhere and do that. It'll be more uh, pushing exploration. Uh, so there's some really cool stuff. They haven't. They're, they're still teasing why the Black Tusk isn't in the game until Endgame, and and what is going on with that. Uh, but there was a comment that he said that the game will evolve. The story of that will evolve over the, the following year with the episodes that are coming out. That's Julian talking there um, on the tech side. The thing there that you go, sort I'm looking of- forward to that.
3: I was going to say, the thing that sort of links this all together is in in that interview, the uh, PC Games End interview, he sort of acknowledged that they didn't actually have Endgame set up at the beginning of Division Nine. 1, that it was something that they sort of kept in mind as they went into Division 2, which is really great, because mm-hmm. I think that that was sort of the thing that made the game hard to keep coming back to. It's the same discussion we had about Anthem, right? Like, is, is there going to be solid Endgame? And I think they've done a really good job, at least based on what I've read and what I've heard. Um, that yeah, there will be an end game, and this is going to have some long term. It almost sustainability. sounds
0: like a whole new game yeah, at understand. end game, which is phenomenal. Um, yeah, mm, it does. It's crazy.
2: Oh, I, I don't know how they're fitting so much stuff in, yeah. in the game, to be honest. It it's, like...
0: Now it's
1: crazy.
2: Maybe makes me
0: think
1: with the uh, forty gig beta, how big is the I actual don't know. game going to be?
0: Yeah. I oh, don't sh- know. No, uh, not we did nice, also no. have confirmation that the Bullet King is not in the game. He's not did not make the sequel, unfortunately. Mm. Uh and don't think we've had
1: confirmation either of this. Although I'm pretty sure he died in the first yeah, one, so you, you know.
0: never know.
2: He's died several times. No, I don't think they've. I don't think they've ruled out that he's going to be there. Oh, I've
0: got. I'm watching a tweet from Born Diesel that says that there's no Bullet King, but there's set locations with dynamic But that's okay. I didn't get to watch it, unfortunately.
2: Yeah, I heard something different. So he could be still there, yeah. but
0: their cats have been confirmed this last week as well. Yep, cat cats have been cool. confirmed. Yeah, um, I remember but that. I guess that.
2: Thanks thanks to Chess Cat, no, that one.
0: Her. So yep. the the big thing I guess is the, the stash space, which was the big controversy with the pre-orders. We're not going to go too much into it. Just know that if you do pre-order the Ultimate Edition, the extra spash stash space stash space that you were yes, what? I said it. Um, <laughs> that you were promised is stash, bash. on top of your normal stash space as you go up. Once you hit level 30, you'll have the same amount as everyone else. So uh, it's, it's an extra yeah. extra space as you uh, progress through the game. But once you hit Engram, everyone is on the same equal footing, which is pretty cool. So, But obviously, the internet raged hmm. as it does. Of course. What? You mean What's this that thing that saying I, saying I get that's right? extra isn't permanent? Yeah. How dare the you? Other <laughs> thing-
3: <laughs> I mean, pay $20 did, for it.
0: But they are promising to yeah. Yeah. I know, right? put something Gosh. else in its place uh, as well. So.
2: I think there's more. There's more to yeah. come with that. I think. Yeah. So, yeah. Huh. yeah, I think so. I, well. I paid thirteen dollars extra. I might be able to pay thirteen dollars for a game that's, that's going to last me not, three not too years.
0: Much issue. There are some things that we actually yeah. skipped over. Crafting is actually being said that it is extremely important in this game, uh, and is viable. Uh, you will actually have yeah. blueprints that will level up with you as you go through. Uh, so there is that as well. Um,
2: oh, there's another thing too, Wilco. Um, when you join your friends, you'll join at their level.
0: Yes, yes, that's right. So you, will, everyone, everyone is pushed up to level. the highest person's level, so therefore, you will um, you'll be able to play with your friends. Which is one of my biggest contra- uh, one of my biggest issues with Division One was where you played with your mates; they were basically screwed, uh, and it was hilarious to watch you jump into their game, and all of a sudden they had thirteen levels above them, enemies coming at them. It was great.
2: Yeah, well, now you, now you can have people joining you. You are not going to have the thing now where. People, oh, it's too late
0: for me to join. That's it. They've thought of everything. This is amazing. I love this game. Perfect. Um, So the big thing that jumped out at me was the balancing that Julian came out and talked about in this article that he did. Um, Basically, they're ready to deal with the imbalance of weapons. They don't care if they put a a weapon out that's imbalanced a bit. They will be able to fix it extremely quickly because all this stuff is held on server side now. So they don't have to push out client-side patches anymore to fix said things, which was an expensive process and a long process to go through cert with consoles. So that's why you always saw PC get mm-hmm. patches and then consoles would get them down the track. This is all server-side, so they can be very, very quick now in fixing things that are OP or things that might need a buff and things like that. So they will be tinkering with the game uh, for uh, very easily for a long time. And um, yeah, so that that is a huge difference to the game. Hopefully they bring that sort of thing into Rainbow Six.
1: To be honest, the, the little tinkers here and there. That would be a whole going out patches of the
0: game. I think. Oh, it would be, <laughs> be siege but, two know. in ten years time. Um, yeah, siege two. Let's go. <laughs> siege two confirmed. Looking forward to that. It's all good. Um, so, is there anything else that I have missed that you guys are talking about? I uh, want to talk about. No. Bad, vanities
3: character customization Oh
0: yes. yeah do you want to talk a bit about
3: that sure. uh i don't well mcdad probably knows better than i do because he's actually been in the game but it looks like it's more like the uh, arc system <laughs> <No>. of sliders <laughs> so hopefully not as crazy as arc but instead of having to pick from four really ugly faces and one okay-ish face uh you can actually tweak sizes of noses and I, again i haven't played the game so those of you in chat who have please feel free to correct me yeah, it's oh, just randomised random,
2: in, yeah. in the beta. You can't
3: actually... Yeah, right. But, but there was quite going a few off different the, uh... people you could choose. Yeah, good.
1: As soon as you said it. ARC system, I was just like, oh, we can customise our dons? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs>
3: of course you did.
1: That's what ARC's about. It's customising your junk. <laughs> yeah.
3: I didn't realise there was any other reason to play it.
0: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
3: Sorry, sorry last wave.
0: So... <laughs> that's pretty much it for the division stuff. We'll have heaps more because we'll actually be able to play the game fairly soon and we will um, sit there and cover it all next week. Uh, in far more depth than what we currently are. So, um, Let's move on to this Splinter Cell news that I did promise everyone quickly before McDad kicks me off the air. Um, during the week, there was a tweet went out and a video went Delete. out on uh, Ubisoft Toronto, which was basically behind-the-scenes motion capture. The tag had hashtag Splinter Cell in there amongst other games, including um, For Honor, um the f- Trials fug- uh, trials Rising uh, and a few others, but definitely nothing else like Splinter Cell, but Splinter Cell was included in said tweet. Um, said video had a montage of all this motion capture work that was going on, and then at the 46-second mark, there was clearly a stealth move made where a guy got flipped over and then got into a stealth <laughs> move with a gun creeping off. Uh, there was no other stealth gains in said hashtags, uh, and this is all recent footage. Uh, it, was it
1: was clearly uh, work for Siege, new operator. <laughs> obviously, I mean, come on. So, something <laughs> smells.
4: Something smells fishy about this,
0: or Fisher, more specifically, Lydia. Fisher
4: about this, exactly. or more specifically, Lydia. Sam oh, please, please. Fisher. It is confirmed.
0: It is being made uh, currently by Ubisoft. So check that out. Uh, it'll be out fairly soon. It'll be great. No, so that was just one of the little things I brought. <laughs>
1: I just, I just really hope. I just really hope <laughs> they get Ironsides back in for it to some um, capacity
0: look it's amazing
4: i have so many fond memories of playing that uh, co-op mode what was the name of the characters i think it was it in conviction or is it in co-op. the? Oh, there was, there's the same yeah like, was it just blacklist or the conviction had co-op too right i, I think, think, think yeah. conviction
1: had co-op as well yeah. yeah and i think you played this you play...
4: what was the russian guy because i play with my mate and i was always the russian dude <laughs> and i just loved his voice lines so much i thought it was uh, hilarious i, I, I cannot
1: remember that's oh, man, like- I'm
4: Googling this right now.
0: <laughs> that was right now. so long ago now. But that's, that's Splinter Cell news, people. I will bring it all to you. We'll get on top of this. We'll work this out. It is happening. McDad hates me for this right now. But um, this, <laughs> the only other thing...
1: That's just because McDad is a uh, Splinter yeah, Cell is. denier.
0: So- yeah. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> a realist, I'm a realist is what me. I am. If if it's realist <laughs> yeah, no, you're a denier.
4: Realist or pessimist?
1: <laughs> realist. Um, so as far as
0: Ghost Recon Wildlands, there's been no much news. Basically the whole Twitter feed's been been yeah, um built a... up with the photo mode. Uh they'd sort of been running a sort of a show me your, your best photo tricks in um Ghost Recon Wildlands, so check out the Ghost Recon Twitter if you want to get on top of that. Yeah. And some of the some of those photos are pretty amazing, but I don't
1: think they're really <laughs> useful. Okay. So let's They're wrap not. this up so we
0: can... Because I haven't actually okay. done it myself. Let's wrap this up so, yeah. so we can let Dev go away and have and stop putting up with us. And we can also... True.
4: Okay. You, you just reminded me all about Splinter Cell. Yes. I'm getting some
0: another serious one. nostalgia. <laughs> Keep it locked on, locked on, lads, for more Splinter Cell news as we get it.
1: I just hope that there's a... Uh a splinter cell <laughs> esports league that'd be pretty interesting
4: well you know what's funny there was this discord server going around like a few <laughs> months back from um from like some of the the pros or like competitive players in the rainbow scene and we all got together and played a bunch of splinter nice. cell uh, like pvp oh really <laughs> and it was really fun
1: yeah it was really yeah, fun nice. like
4: it only lasted like two weeks but it was really fun and people went super serious so i can totally imagine
1: like this is called for splinter cell it'd, it'd basically be
0: cav but for everybody.
4: Yeah, exactly. 5v5 cap. <laughs>
0: okay, so... Get You're on it, right, Ubisoft. Is, so, we'll start wrapping this up. Um, McDad, where can the people find you, mate? What are you looking forward to, obviously, the beta?
2: Uh, looking forward to the beta, yeah. finish. I'm in the White House now, so I'm going to and explore the rest of it. Um, so, yeah, oh, uh, McDad 75 or McDad underscore 75.
1: On
0: Uplay. Okay, uh, Mr. Buttersocks, where can people find you, mate?
1: Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Mr. Buttersocks. Otherwise, hit me up on Uplay as Mr. Buttersocks.usm. Doc, USM. where can
0: people find you, mate?
3: Uh, doc Huron, D-O-C-H-U-R, I don't even remember, O-N. <laughs> uh, Spelling is hard. Uh Huron on Twitter and Twitch and Huron.usm on
0: Uplay. And Dev give us, give us those places. I again. know.
4: Uh Twit Twitter uh martyr casts YouTube slash C slash devmata and twitch dot TV slash devmata but I don't really stream much. Go to uh the Rainbow Six A N Z Twitter, Twitch, everything, YouTube, facebook because that's that where I do a sure. lot of my casting and stuff.
0: If you don't you follow, are uh, you're looking at a lot of a lot of content, a lot of good content. <laughs> Uh, I am Wilco's Chillzone. You'll find me on all the places, Switch and Twitter and all that kind of stuff. Help me get as many followers as I can, get close to 300 now. But other than that, uh, you'll find all our content on ultrasupermega.com.au. So go check that out. Uh, if you've got any questions for us, you can get on the Google form, which is on ladscom questions. Uh, submit them and we will get to them next week. Other than that... It has been another episode. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll be back on Monday for the ESL wrap and then on Thursday again for Tom Clancy's uh, normal podcast. So thank you all for listening. We'll catch you all soon. And thanks again, Dave. You're a legend. Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.
3: Time to pack it up. My work is done.